What is this thing called leaky gut? Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. You are listening to episode 13, where I talk about what is this thing called leaky gut. By the way, you can listen to this podcast wherever you are in the world and at any time that you wish. I always include show notes for those with brain fog so you don't have to take notes. I do believe that there's a lot of information, both good and bad, out there about fibromyalgia. As an educator who specializes in this area, I think it's my job to point out to you that the beneficial information can be organized in a fashion that will reduce the symptoms of this malady. My name is Amanda Lee Love, and I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia nine years ago, which influenced my decision to enter the field in nutrition And now I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those who are suffering from fibromyalgia. Before we get started, I want to say that each podcast is to be informative, but also to help you take some action steps that will improve your health. Please try some of these suggestions and let me know if they have benefited you. For those suffering from fibromyalgia, the importance of maintaining a healthy gut cannot be ignored or dismissed because that is where harmful toxins, bacteria, or any bad antigens are stopped from entering the bloodstream. If healthy, the small intestine, which is about 23 feet long, has a lumen or a wall which is not smooth but is covered with very teeny teeny finger-like projections that make up the mucous layer of tissue. These cells have an immune function which they perform by only allowing very small molecules to enter the bloodstream where nutrients for all of our cells are then supplied. If our gut is functioning well, this process of permeability allows only beneficial molecules through this mucosal barrier but does not permit larger harmful molecules through this wall. We could say that our gut is really smart because this is one of three barriers that protects us from disease. There's also a chemical barrier in the gut, which is the home of our immune system. This barrier contains digestive enzymes and deals with inflammation response. response. The third barrier is a layer of gut bacteria or microbeams which create antibodies to protect us from destructive agents. However, if they are able to enter the bloodstream, they are able to stimulate our immune system in a negative way. So what happens is if there is a malfunction or breakdown of the gut lining which allows toxic molecules to enter the bloodstream, where they can cause an inflammatory response, which makes us sick or ill. The name of this barrier breakdown is called leaky gut syndrome, which produces inflammation in the bloodstream and tissues. This is how it works. Whenever inflammation in the bloodstream occurs, the response of the body can result in autoimmune diseases like fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's thyroid disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, asthma, and many other afflictions. When a molecule of undigested food 
that a person is intolerant of breaks through the gut barrier, our immune system springs into action, creating antibodies to destroy these foreign molecules, which it views as an enemy. For more information on food intolerances, listen to podcast episode 12 on food allergies and intolerances. The next time a particle of undigested food even touches the gut lining, our immune system is ready and immediately creates antibodies to fight off the invader. This antibody protection can be measured and when it has a level above normal, it indicates an infection. This happens, for example, when a person has an appendicitis or respiratory infection. In talking about our gut lining structure, this, there is one more thing to cover that has a strange name, which is called tight junctions. This protein structure seals up the cells in the lining, allowing only nutrients through during digestion if they are working properly. They are like a piece of cheesecloth that can stretch out, creating large holes than they should, which allows undigested food particles through, which enter the bloodstream. Now, why would these tight junctions stretch out, creating larger holes than they should? Scientists know that there's a chemical protein called zonulin. This is a chemical produced by our bodies that is in charge of the opening and closing of these tight junctions. If more zonulin is released than should be, then a leaky gut can develop. At this point, what happens is a domino effect on the body organs as one after the other begins to malfunction. Remember, the job of the liver is to filter out toxins in the blood. A leaky gut disrupts the liver and it cannot do its job as designed. Then the immune system tries to help by going into high gear. Next, the small intestine becomes even more damaged and researchers believe that this is a precursor to many illnesses including celiac, Crohn's, multiple sclerosis, IBS, and even asthma. If you suffer from FMS, then you are probably familiar with the following list of symptoms most of you experience. These are food intolerances, brain fog, bloating, diarrhea, and other GI symptoms, thyroid issues, skin rashes, joint pain, and vitamin and mineral deficiencies due to poor absorption. In regards to the production of zonulin, there are several things that affect it. These are diet, an imbalance in gut bacteria, and our Western lifestyle. Let's look at these briefly. In our diet, the most powerful trigger of excess zonulin is the protein gluten found in wheat. Many fibromyalgia sufferers have an intolerance to gluten even though they don't know it. However, even those who are not intolerant can be affected, creating a leaky gut which results in poor nutrition and absorption. To counteract this, I recommend eliminating from your diet all grains, 
nightshades, legumes, and dairy for a few weeks to see if you notice a difference in how you feel. I also urge you to eliminate as many processed foods as possible. The reason for this is that they contain many chemical additives and emulsifiers, which are meant to prolong shelf life. These emulsifiers are known to cause gut inflammation. The second factor contributing to a leaky gut is an imbalance in the gut bacteria, which happens if you have a yeast overgrowth called Candida. See episodes 6 and 7, part 1 and part 2 for more about Candida. Lastly, as to our Western lifestyle, it appears that there is a connection between our antibiotic use, which began in the late 40s, to the rise of gut problems such as leaky gut. Also, the use of inflammatory medications such as ibuprofen has been shown to lead to damage to the small intestinal as well. There is also evidence that the chemicals in our processed foods and the antibacterial products we use in our homes affect the small intestine in a harmful way. To conclude, stress is a major culprit in gut issues. Stress weakens our immune system, producing inflammation and irritation in the gut and causes an imbalance in the bacteria. I think this topic of leaky gut shows you a picture of the complexity of our gut function. Sometimes someone will ask, why don't you tell me a supplement that can help me? The answer to that is, there's not one supplement or one action that will help reverse the symptoms of fibromyalgia. However, it's without a doubt possible to reduce your symptoms if you have a multi-step plan to follow. So if you want to learn more how we could develop a plan to reduce your symptoms, go to my website, www.amandaelise.love.com to schedule a free 20-minute call to discuss your health issues. I love sharing these episodes with you and I've been so excited about all the listeners and feedback you're sending me. Subscribe, which is free, on iTunes. Share and get all the people you know who need this support to listen. Did any one thing resonate with you today? If so, leave it in the comments, which helps create helps me create even more informative shows for you. See you next week, and thanks for being here. Like, share, and comment. Looking forward to talking with you soon for the 14th episode where I'm going to talk about the connection between the gut and thyroid gland.